What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Discord Sailor Podcast. On this week's episode, we get into uh, our Gone But Not Forgotten segment. We talk about uh, where to get your movies and your media from so you can watch them while underway. And we get into a port call story. So sit back, crack a cold beer. Unless you guys are fucking underway, then next watch, motherfuckers. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's a disgruntled sailor here with my co-host, Mr. Miami, a.k.a. Stay Strapped to Get Clapped. What's up, everybody? It's uh, Mr. Miami. Uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, episode four. Uh, we hope to uh, have a good episode. Yeah, uh, so we're talking about, uh, we're starting this week's episode off with our Gone But Not Forgotten segment. Yeah, because this, our poor call story for this episode is a banger. It's going to take a fucking while. Yeah, there's a lot of details to it and a lot of things that are just like ridiculous. So, this week's Gone But Not Forgotten, I'm sorry, not this week, this episode's Gone But Not Forgotten, um, is about an officer that left us, and most of the time we do these, and it's, they left a, you know, profound, you know, uh, impression impression on us, right? Yeah. This guy doesn't have one story. He has, like, nine tiny stories. Yeah, and they're all ridiculous. Yeah, just like, it, ri- absolutely ridiculous, just like you said. Um, and we're going to go through a couple of them. Um, the first one is, it comes with some pretext. I am kind of a ninja when it comes to fucking with people. A ninja. A ninja. Like, don't ninja, nobody don't need ninja. Yeah. And the, it, it comes from a long, long, uh, time of practicing with my brothers and my family. You know, in my family, I could be fucking with somebody in a room and my brother could walk in, have no idea what's going on and immediately jump in to the fuckery. And add to it. Yeah. You know, like, we were up in hunting camp one time, and I took an SK hunting with me. So, right outside the door of a hunting camp is a gun rack, obviously. And in one of the slots of the gun rack is a wiffle ball bat. Standard yellow wiffle ball bat. Standard yellow, long skinny. Yeah. Okay. And he's just in awe, because he's from, like, downtown New York City. He's know. never fucking seen nope. wiffle ball? No. Well, no. Wiffle ball all over no, no, no. He's never seen... He's never been in the woods, so he doesn't know, have any idea what's going on. Okay. And, um... You know, he looks at it, he's like, what is that? And I go, that's a bear bat. A plastic bat? Yeah. And he <laughs> looks at me and he goes, I know that's not a bear bat. And just then my brother comes out and uh, my brother's like, what's going on? And I go, I was just telling our buddy about the bear bat. And our buddy goes, you cannot defend yourself from a fucking bear with a wiffle ball bat. And my brother goes, without being involved at all. previously, without missing a beat, he goes, no, no. You don't hold it like a bat. You hold the, the other end. You see the little hole in the handle? Mm-hmm. You swing that up and down. Oh, and air. And it, and it goes, <laughs> and it scares the fucking bear off. <laughs> so this guy picks it up, and he swings it around, and it makes this fucking noise, and he is just flabbergasted, right? So I've been practicing fucking people for a long time. So there's sometimes when you get the right sunlight and a change in salinity in the water, you get a, a sh- perfect fucking line in the water on mm-hmm. the horizon. Yeah. And if you, like, you know, you stare at something so long or you say the word road, like, 30 times, it starts to lose meaning and everything just kind of blurs together. Yeah. I told him it was a rogue wave. A rogue wave. Yeah, so he's OD. So the clear line in the water, he thought was a rogue wave? I was like, I was looking through the binos and I was like, that looks like a rogue wave. He's like, what the fuck would a rogue wave be doing out here? I yeah. guess. What was the normal sea state? Oh, it was FAC. <laughs> and he goes, what would a rogue wave be doing out here? 
I go, sir, they're rogue. They could be fucking anywhere. He's like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at it, and he's like, I don't think that's a rogue wave. I was like, sir, look, it's it's growing. It's moving. And the longer he looked at it, like, for five minutes, he's, like, putting the bonos up, putting them down, putting them up, like, doing it, like, four or five times. And I was like, he's like, I I don't know. Yeah, now you made him unsure of yeah, himself. Yeah, and I was like, sir, what do the standing orders say about rogue waves? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you should probably read the nav standards and see what they say about rogue waves. He's like, I don't remember that from my from my OD board. I was like, I look, all I know is the captain says, when in doubt, call him. He, he's flipping through the fucking nav standards. Don't tell me he called the captain. So unfortunately for me, unfortunately for him, right before like he he went through every page of the nav standards, couldn't find it. Luckily for him, the BMC came up and goes, what is going on up here? He, you know, he was relieving him. He goes, sorry, Chief, I can't do my release right now. I'm dealing with rogue wave situation here, and I'm about to call the captain. <laughs> and the chief looks. I can, I can see him, like, shuffling his hands and yeah. sticking his candy-soaked fucking fingers through his hair. So Chief hears this, and the first thing he does is turn and look right the fuck at me. <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, really? <laughs> and he gets the binoculars, looks at it, and he goes, it's a change in the salinity, sir. It's a... Trick of the light. Oh, He's he like, he should have wrote it out. Yeah, I know, right? And then this the same guy. I was teaching a firearms class uh, for we were getting ready to go to the range, and I get to the portion where I go teach people about which eye they're dominant with. Yeah, that way and, you know how to aim at shit. Yeah, and this motherfucker looks me dead in the eye after 15 years of training people and goes, "I'm co-eye dominant," and it's I not possible. Yeah, I've never heard that before. And I go, you, so cross-eyed. You're cross-eyed? He's like, no, no, I, I'm dominant with both yeah. of my eyes. Are you tarted, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you, I was so befuddled from that statement. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I called so many people. I was like, you ever heard of co-eye dominancy? And they're like, whoever said that's an idiot. So I bring that up every fucking time we go to the range. Uh, he got caught eating earplugs on the range as candy. Yeah, and so I went down. So we have earplugs in the... Right outside the engine room door, so the engineers can use them. And I p-touched a label on the uh, the earplug dispenser that had his name and then the word candy beside it. Yeah, he literally had uh, foamies in his mouth chewing them because he always had to have an, uh, something in his mouth. He had an oral fixation, which we were in the peeway one time. I walk up to him. He was my direct supervisor, okay? And I walk up, and he's got a fucking huge sucker in his mouth, like a lollipop. And I'm trying, he's trying to talk to me. I was like, can you take that thing the fuck out of your mouth? He takes it out, and I see his mouth going up and down. I go, do you have gum in your mouth? He goes, yeah, bubblelicious. I go, you have bubblelicious <laughs> gum in your mouth, and you have a bubble pop or a tootsie pop in your fucking hand? He's like, yeah, pretty cool, huh? I go, you're a fucking toddler. Yeah. And uh, this guy used to spend so much money on candy. Oh, absurd not, amounts of Not money. just snacks. Yeah, like like straight candy. Yeah. Like, so, like... You go fucking out uh, for Halloween with your kids, and they fill up like all their shit ton of candy. It was like that all the time. Yeah, and he he went to the Chiefs mess to try to get in shape, and they're you know they're like, how much do you spend for candy before we get underway? He's like, the last batch of candy he bought for our, the last patrol he was on, he paid, he spent three hundred dollars on candy. Three hundred dollars on candy. Yeah, that's just bananas. That's absurd to me. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did he fucking do? Um, oh, remember when he 
when he went out for his advancement ceremony and his fucking traps were so tight it looked like he was gonna pop a fucking button and poke somebody's eye out yeah if he had breathed exhaled he would have popped um i so like i mentioned before i got kids and when you have kids for a certain length of time you develop the dad reflex you know you, you can grab certain things fast you can react to certain things, and you sometimes you just blurt things out. Mm-hmm. So, we're on the bridge. Captain and XO are up there. He's up there. I'm up there. And I'm behind the chart table, and I see him chewing on something. And it was, you know the ring that's left behind on your gallon of milk when you open it? Yeah. The cap? He had one of those in his mouth. And I'm mid-sentence, and I see it, and my dad reflects, like, clicked. I go, I stick my hand out, and I go, what the fuck's in your mouth? Spit it out! <laughs> and he, like, put his head down, and... I see the captain look over and he pulls it out. And Does I, he put it in your hand? He, right as he's about to put his hand, I like kind of gathered the whole situation. I was like, I just made this officer look like a complete fucking moron. <laughs> and that was one of the only times I ever felt bad at him. Bad about him. No, I did feel bad. So, for those of you that don't know what a wedding gown is, when officers promote, they take the difference between their last paycheck and their new paycheck. Or backwards, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't get paid to fucking yeah, math. They take some kind of money. Yeah, so they take their new rank and they subtract their old rank and whatever the difference is, they're supposed to put that and spend it on spend it on the crew. And the group of officers that came with him were just atrocities. One of one of the other ones literally said, "Why would I spend money on people I fucking hate?" Yeah. So no one would do a wedding down with him, but he was such a nice fucking guy. He's like, "I'm doing my own fucking wedding down." And he's like, we're going, we were in Gitmo, and he's like, what is it, uh, O'Kelly's? He's like, we're going to yeah, O'Kelly's, and I'm going to put $500 down as a tab. And a couple of the enlisted people showed up, but no one really showed up, and I felt really bad. So, that was, I did actually feel bad when no one showed up. There was like, of course I showed up because there was free beer, and there was like three other people showed up, but his attempt at trying to do something nice for everybody failed. Well, did you at least use the tab? I used as much as I could before I was asked to politely leave. <laughs> What'd you do? That you that's for that's for the Gitmo podcast. Okay, You'll that's never, fair. I guess you won't know. Um, and uh, so we were in Key West, and the non-rates uh, rented a golf cart. A, yeah, they were they were like shuttling everybody yeah, back they for made, a fee. They made carts. So from where we were moored up to Duval Street it was only a couple minute ride. So they rented a golf cart, and they said they did the math, and that as long as they do a certain amount of rides, they could uh, recoup their money and make a little bit of money. So they gave out cards to everybody. I forget what the hell it was fucking called. It was oh, it was called Goober. Goober. <laughs> <laughs> so me and a buddy get one of the non-rates to drive us to Duval Street. Yeah. And we were going to farther up Duval Street uh, to meet some people, and we're going pretty slow. There was a stoplight, and I see this guy, this officer, come out of CVS by himself. Got to leave. Right. With with nothing in his hands. I didn't see a fucking thing in his hands, but. You know, it's Key West. Who knows how drunk I was? So I start yelling, floor it, floor it. He sees me and starts running. I've never seen this dude run, and he just starts trucking it. Like well, He doesn't look like he's the running type. He's not the running type. And he just starts trucking it, like arms pumping and everything. And I'm screaming, go, 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 because I didn't want to have to hang out with him. And then out of nowhere, a fucking Bud Light Pounder appears out of his hands. Oh, you, you got to stop for that. And he holds it out like... An Olympic athlete passing the baton. Oh, like in like in the yeah. relay race. And I'm like, slow down, but not too much. <laughs> but not too much. Because <laughs> I wanted the beer, but I didn't want to hang out yeah. with him. Because he's one of those guys that you actually run into him, and they're... And he's got you all night. All night. And I just grab it with my fingertips. I pull it in. 
He stops, collapses because he can't breathe, and then burp, stop at a stoplight, <laughs> maybe four feet from him. So he ran all that way for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> but it was really funny. And uh, the last one we got for him, you know, he moved on to a, a bigger ship, a newer ship. And, you know, like, I told him before he left, I was like, you know, some, when someone told me when I was coming to the unit now, you know, no one knows you here. Reinvent yourself. Be, be the person you want to be. Reinvent yourself. Do good shit. He did not do that. He did not take my advice. His first week... Obviously, he's an officer. Officers know everything. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't know that there's... The gold leaf flaking on their coffee cups is a type of metal. Yeah. So his first week at the wardroom of his new ship, he tried to microwave one of his wardroom cups... And he oh. almost set the wardroom on fire because <laughs> he put metal in the fucking microwave. <laughs> but anyway, so that's our Goblin Not Forgotten. Uh, he didn't leave like a profound, like deep bond with us, but yeah, but he's he's a good fucking dude. Good fucking dude. So uh, you guys want to move on? Yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, as our shipmate just eloquently stated. My bushes are looking really good. Oh yeah. Uh, let's give him an update on the Earth Garden. Yeah, so one of the guys down here took a picture of it the day we installed it. and Installed it, like we had to fucking... I had to re- tie the rope <laughs> on it, and I had to put the carabiners on it. That's installed. <laughs> Fine. If I didn't do that, where would it be? On the floor? That's fucking installed. You're welcome. <laughs> Lowest better. Lowest better. Yeah, just like all good and government what's, work. What's that one right there? The the tall one? No, over two. That one. Is that the cilantro? Onion. No. Yeah, that's the cilantro. Italian parsley. Okay, whatever. They look the same. Yeah, know your food. So the parsley has grown, like, what, like 10, 12 inches already? Yeah, it's it's easily doubled in size, at least. Yeah, and the reason it's growing so well is one of our other shipmates finally decided to contribute to our birthing area. Oh, oh, okay. Finally? And No, not, not you. Not oh. the lamp, the bulb. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So we're going to give him a shout-out because he bought a bulb. Yeah. <laughs> But he only bought one, and it's, what if it goes out there in the middle of the patrol? Then he's going to single-handedly be responsible for killing our whole garden. Or he's, we're going to have to make him carry it outside to give it the adequate amount of sunlight. Yeah, every that day. sounds fair. That's that's the rules. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we did we did get a light, and we did get a, a, a specifically designed indoor grow bulb, and they are just crushing it. We're watering them every day. Let's talk about your goddamn watering can. So the water pitcher? Yeah, whatever. Same thing. You did you please, steal please. that from your fucking daughter? Okay, where does my daughter get things? You or okay. your wife? So I buy them. Okay. So did make, y- makes it mine. you commandeered a toy of fucking hers? You have kids. You could dump out thirty fucking toys on the ground, and they'll play with two of them. You can take the other half and hide them for three years, and we'll never never know that they're there. That's true. Did you tell her? Did you at least say, "Hey"? Did I walk up to my four year old and go? I'm ridiculous and can't. I have no self-control, so I'm stealing this from you for my garden. Yeah, if I would have asked my daughter, I said, "Hey, can I borrow this to grow plants on the ship?" She would have said, "Fucking yeah." My four-year-old would have told me to mind my own fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> You've met her. No, I actually haven't. Really? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, so it's I don't know whether it's from a Barbie set or like a some it's some some sort of doll set. But yeah, it's, it's it, a tiny fucking three to four inch watering can that looks like it, it maybe holds like eight ounces of water. It doesn't even hold eight ounces. Now, you fall hands. There's ice cream bars on the mess deck. 
ice cream oh, bars. Shit. You want to pause this to go get some fucking ice cream real quick and come back? You gonna take? You were gonna you're gonna pause the podcast to go get your fat ass some ice cream. Ice yeah, cream. you know you want one too. I don't want ice cream right now. I you're, fucking do. Hey, no. Go get some ice cream. Break it down for us. His fucking arm hurts because he's a bitch. He can carry yeah, that thing up for me. That's fine. We can do that. Okay. All, right. All right, we're back. We got some motherfucking ice cream. All right. Well, it's actually pretty good ice cream. Yeah. Frozen Snickers bars. Yeah, I was expecting gangsters. Fuck. Yeah. Some CSs hooking this shit up. Anyway, the fuck were we talking about? Oh, that watering can doesn't hold goddamn eight ounces. It. My, my Our coke is fucking twelve ounces. That's fair. What do you hold up four for like that? Holds four ounces? We have an audience today, everybody. Yeah. It's our first ever live action podcast. <laughs> I thought you were littering in my garden again. <laughs> Alright, well... We're uh, getting off topic. Yeah, what's next? Um, We're going to talk about movies and media. Mm. Okay? I can't eat this and talk at the same time. That's fucking difficult <laughs> Anyways, so the first... Website we used website or app whatever you want to call it was this thing called Showbox. Mm-hmm. We got so many fucking movies from that thing, but now that thing's fucking closed, you can't fucking use it at all. Yeah, the server shut down. Yeah, it's pretty much just a a torrent site, uh, like uh, users put in and shit like that. But if you're gonna use any of these apps and you want to use Wi-Fi of any kind, make sure you get a VPN. There's a couple free ones out there, but they're not very good. Like two, three bucks, you can get a VPN protection which prevents your IP address from being traced. Yeah, because them bitches know. They will send you fucking uh-huh. nasty grams. I got a nasty gram. Uh huh. For downloading fucking Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one for trolls. <laughs> <laughs> so just make sure you get a VPN to protect yourself or just use data. Yeah. Um, um, There's the one online you can use. You still talking about VPNs? Uh, no, not VPNs. Uh, torrent websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most popular ones is uh, the Pirate Bay. Yep. Uh, I find that one works best when you download like a uTorrent, so you can convert it over. Uh, but the problem with that one is you can't be as selective with the apps on your phone. I download all mine through my phone. Yeah. The, Same. the torrents on the website, you're it's just a grab bag. You know, it's it could be like like webcams where they have a camcorder in a movie theater. It could be good. It could be bad. Uh, we use one right now called. Uh, Popcorn time? Yeah, popcorn time. Popcorn time is pretty good. You can choose what, uh, what's the fucking, like, 720? Yeah, you can choose, like, different qualities of the film or TV show you're doing. Like, there's some of, like, 360p, 720p, 1080p. Did you just fucking shit? I farted. Jesus. Sorry. Anyways. (laughs) uh, But you can choose which quality you want, and they're all, you know, different levels of... You know, so the quality is so way better on Popcorn Time, but it does suck for TV shows because you have to download each episode yeah, individually. one at a fucking time. And then I transfer mine straight to a hard drive. Mm-hmm. If you can afford a solid-state hard drive, get you one of those. Because when you become, like, me and you are known for, like, having the majority of the movies and the yeah. new shit. So everyone comes to us, and I since stopped doing that because I let one of the non-rates borrow it. And he said it just came unplugged. Yeah, anyway... The hard drive fucking broke. Yeah. Um, so if you can afford a solid state one, cool. But if not, I have a four terabyte one right now uh, that I use. Uh, when when you get your hard drives, make sure it's it's compatible with whatever you're using. So like mm-hmm. you like using Apple products, I don't. So I make sure I got one that was compatible for the products that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Quiet on set, motherfucker. Yeah. This is a live fucking show, and you're over here fucking ruining it. Um, then we could talk about... Um, uh, so we talked about hard drives, and then we could talk about... Uh, we plug ours into a TV that we have in like our common area, um, which I recently learned that there are like four or five different types of USB ports. You know, not like A, B, and C. It was like 2.0, 3.0. Yeah, so most 3.0s and 3.1s are going to be your powered hard drives. Or not your powered hard drives, your powered USB ports. All right? Which 2.0 and older, those were just for like transferring files. Pretty much the, the comes down to is the USB port powered. It's not all just about power. Uh, some of it is how fast you can transfer speeds. Like USB 3.0 will transfer your data faster than a 2.0. Well, no, I get that, but, like, if you're out at, like, Best Buy looking at TVs, you need to know whether that port's powered or not first. Yeah. And then you can start looking at speeds and shit. Yeah, because if, if you don't have enough power to power your TV and your hard drive through that fucking outlet, it ain't going to fucking work. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to get a small TV for my rack, but um, it's hard to find a tiny TV with a powered USB port. Yeah. I mean, they all have minuscule amounts of power anyways, but it's got to have enough power to run all your fans and everything in your fucking hard drive. And then uh, something we do is um, we hang up a movie request sheet. So, like, uh, in, in our birthing, if uh, anyone wants, like, a particular movie, like, last one was, like, what we got here right now? We got Basketball. We got Surf Ninjas. Well, I got Surf Ninjas. Uh, we got Brink. Uh, uh, pr- Princess pr- Diaries. Princess Diaries uh, 1 and 2. Uh, Hercules, okay. The Disney one. Undercover Brother. Uh, undercover Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we should get fucking Pootie Tang. I think I have Pootie Tang. You got it? Yeah, the guy with the belt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing we did, well, well I, we, I didn't do it. I sat and complained the whole time, was when you guys were trying to hook up a LAN party so that you guys could play Call of Duty in multiple locations. Yeah, so we, uh, a couple of us down here in the birthing have uh, PS4s, and we... Uh, another person had a wireless router and we got a bunch of ethernet cable from the ITs and we hooked up the fucking did you shit again? no oh okay residual residual (laughs) shit it's well it's heavy it sticks there until I move it around (laughs) (laughs) alright so anyways uh, the ITs hooked us up with some fucking uh, cat5 ethernet cable and we hooked them up and we were able to create a local LAN party without Wi-Fi with three TVs yeah, so we had three PlayStations hooked up who we were all playing Call of Duty together in the mm-hmm. same party. And there was varying skill levels from playing online with people on Veteran. There was people who um, had trouble walking, you know, <laughs> you know, getting more than two kills before they die, you know, th- those yeah. people. Everybody got better, though. As, yeah. the, as the patrol went on, yeah. our levels pretty much almost started to balance out. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool that we could do that. You know, you could play back there by your rack. You know, I sit out here in my normal gathering area. Yeah, other dude way back there can and play his in his per- rack. He, yeah, he was in his rack playing with the rest of us. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I think that's really it for electronics. Okay. Um, all right, now we're going to move on to our port call story. Yeah, this one, it's it's a lot to fucking cover. Yeah. And I think it's going to be good. Just, the important thing is to make sure you keep me on track with the timeline. Okay, yeah, I can do that. So, we were going to Grand Cayman, which was pretty cool, but the thing that sucked about Grand Cayman was the exchange rate of money. Ooh, yeah, it was like something stupid. It was like 1.3 or 1.4 to like an American dollar or some shit like that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, so, first we got there, we 
I say we had duty the first day because they made the mistake of giving putting me in charge of making the ATFP schedule. Yeah. So I I was on duty first day because that's I, just how my normal rotation fell. And then they let you create the ATFP schedule and boy did we ever fucking stack it. Yeah. So we put all of our friends on first day <laughs> and the Chiefs mess got pretty mad at me. Like, this is fucking bullshit. You put all of you guys on this day and fuck the rest of us. And I was like, you're just mad because we beat you at your own game. Yeah, and it's not like you had the final say in it. An officer approved it, ultimately. Well, he did approve it, but... Yeah, I mean, he he may or may not have been coerced. <laughs> yeah. So, we had ATFP duty first day. You had uh, different duty that day. Yeah. Um, so, we got relieved at... Like nine, right? Yeah, yeah. Release were at nine. So I was. It was probably like nine ten, and I was already at the end of the brow, and I had my flask out drinking already. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and there was it was Irish whiskey in there, and we finished the flask before we got to where we were going. Yeah, you we were, were going. To, you were going to get a haircut, right? Yeah, I think we were going to get haircuts. And normally, you know, my rule of thumb. You know my rule of thumb when we're out uh, for walking. Yeah, if it's uh, more than a block, Mr. Miami don't walk. You're goddamn right. So we walked to go get haircuts, drinking the flask the whole time, ran out. We stopped at this little fucking like, bodega thing. Well, well, you and uh, somebody else went to go get haircuts. Yeah, there's three of us. Yeah, and then me and another person went to like this little restaurant and started mm-hmm. drinking, waiting on you guys. Yeah, so we after we got our haircuts, which I've never had so much trouble explaining what I wanted to my my hair to be like my fucking haircut yeah and it's not like they didn't speak English it was just I'm hard of hearing and it was just I just couldn't understand so it took me a little bit to get what I wanted um, and it was probably just under a thousand degrees in this fucking <laughs> barbershop and like there was no fan there was no AC and like he had this like like tablecloth around my neck and that's what it was just you know, I sweat like a priest at a Little League game, and it was awful, <laughs> okay? Um, so we leave there, we go to this bodega, and that's when we realize that there's uh, discrimin- there's discrimination on this island. So if you're local, you pay one price. If you're not a local, you pay a different fucking price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we stop and we get uh, a couple beers. They had these, I'd never seen, it's a... Um, it's rum and coke and a can already mixed together. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Um, when I drank one already intoxicated, I was like, that's some fucking, you know, that smacks, as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> if you have one sober, it's gross. Yeah, it's trash. Uh, so, where did we go after the fucking... We went snorkeling. Goes? Oh, that's right. We met you at that place. Yeah. Um, went snorkeling, and uh, uh, the Grand Cayman for snorkeling is really good. Yeah, they, they're a fucking massive tarp in there that you yeah. can get, like, a foot away from. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know. Like, we always take pole spears with us. You can't spear anywhere on the fucking island. Yeah. Anywhere. It's a whole fucking to do. nature preserve. Yeah. So I went snorkeling, uh, went over, saw some tarpons. We got some GoPro videos of being, like, two feet away from these fucking giant-ass tarpon. Yeah. Um, we got out of there, and we went back to the ship. Yeah, because we were getting ready for the wedding down there. Yeah, so they finally pulled a wedding down together, and I had to go back and get my trademark T-shirt. My, yeah, your Mr. Hawaii, my Mr. Hawaii, Hawaii T-shirt. Then my fanny pack. Get ready for the day. 
And uh, so I had to refill my flask like two or three times before we even went to the What time did it even start? Like five? Mm, yeah, I think it, I think it was around five. Did we we ate lunch that day, right? Yeah, remember we stopped and I got a fucking turtle burger. That's right, we got turtle burgers. Yeah, it, those were fucking good, by the way. I it felt it tasted like a vegan burger to me. There was no flavor. A little, other than saying I ate an endangered species. Yeah, it didn't do anything for me. I'm sorry, but the guy that was there was uh, like a 30 year expat from Great Britain and hooked us up with these. Oh, those drinks were strong as fuck. Yeah, I don't even know what they were called, but they were super, super heavy and super cheap. And there was like the five of us, and then this, like, I don't say they're not elderly, older, like late fifties. Yeah, uh, the couple that was waiting on their yeah. flight, and we were talking just like we are now, same level of vulgarity, and like five minutes of us sitting there, I hear this lady giggle, and I look over and she's like, "I'm sorry, you guys are just hilarious." So she thought we were hilarious. I don't, I don't mean to get off topic, but I just wanted to let you know I'm holding in a fart for you. <laughs> I, I fucking appreciate Cause, it because I care. So. You don't really care. You just don't want to hear me call you out again in That's a public of, forum. Yeah. <laughs> so, we leave this place where we we had like, I think it was rum in there, like the 151 rum that was in there. We had two or three of those. And then we went back to the ship. Yeah. So, get all our shit on. Go over and... Uh, and then we headed over to, uh, I think it was what, Margaritaville. Yeah, after, you're talking about after we left the ship? Yeah, the wedding down. We went, yeah. So, we went to Margaritaville. And we had a little trouble finding the entrance. Yeah, once we found it, though, the way they had it set up was kind of dope. Like, so, these, what was it, three officers, three or four? I think three. three. Yeah, I think three officers were doing this wedding down. Actually, all three of them this time, and not one, like the last one. Uh, And they reserved their own private room with their own private bar, away from the rest of everybody else in the restaurant. How much of it, was it, was it three grand they put down, or like 1,500? I think it was, I think it was fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred? Yeah. Yeah. So we show up a little early, and uh, they ended up sh- setting up late. So we got in there late. So yeah. we were drinking margaritas and shit at before the outside even, bar in yeah. there. Yeah, before it even kicked off. Yeah. So if you're keeping track, that's like a bottle of whiskey, a bunch of rum drinks. <laughs> Pretty sure I had a beer somewhere, and then we were drinking. We were pre-gaming with margaritas on top of that before we even started the wedding down. Yeah, and since they started late. They gave us all of our drinks that night half off. Which was dumb on their part. Yeah, so we... we, we I wish t- I would have known that. Yeah, we turned that $1,500 into three grand. Yeah. So we walk in, and it was taking forever. So one of our guys, Lurch, got fucking tired of waiting, goes behind the bar, and grabs a shot glass for all, like, 25, 30 people there. Yeah. And we just start pouring our own tequila shots because we were tired of waiting. <laughs> and... I get up and stand on the bar, and I do this toast that I always do everywhere we go when I'm drunk. Um, you know, I'm still at only one button unbuttoned on the Hawaiian yeah. shirt, so we're still doing pretty good. Um, and then we, uh, they, they finally see that we're t- bartending for ourselves. Yeah. So they send people in to start uh, yeah, serving they, us. Yeah, they were not, they were still not ready, and they yeah. were just giving us, like, those slushy things they fucking had. I don't even, they were, they were blue, I don't even know the fuck we're in Yeah, there. they were a bunch of different colors. So we're all hanging out, we had a patio section, we're hanging out on the patio, and I drank quite a few drinks at Margaritaville. Well, well, hold on, after your toast, we started off with 25 shots of tequila. Yeah. Like, everybody. Yeah. And then, all of it started catching up with me at the same exact fucking time, <laughs> and they brought out the food, yeah. which was fucking 
Chuck E. Cheese style fucking quesadillas and chips and salsa. Chuck E. Cheese fucking shit. So I I had one and I was like these are gross. So I didn't eat, which is normally my downfall. When I don't eat, like whenever we go out and pork call, I always point to one friend and go, "You need to make sure you remember to fucking eat," you know. And so I chose not to eat, yeah, knowing what it does to me. Fucking mistake. So we're out on the fucking patio, and I I remember being like horizontal in my my chair, <laughs> like flat. And I remember thinking, I should get up before someone thinks I'm fucking hammered. So I sit up a little bit, and one of the officers of the wedding down was for is fucking bawling. Oh, yeah. Out of control. Yeah. She is bawling, and I just walked over to see what was going on, and she's just having a meltdown. Yeah, this meltdown was fucking bananas. Yeah, I just walked over just because I thought it'd be entertaining, and she just throws her arms around me and puts her head on my shoulder and starts crying and saying, it's all my fault, and... There's a chief right behind her, and the first thing I do is I put both my hands right up in the air. And I was like, "Look, right here, I'm not doing anything." Yeah. All right. And you see me? Yeah. <laughs> look, see me not doing shit, not doing anything. And you know, she she felt bad because something happened to one of the uh, our shipmates, and she felt responsible. Or yeah, even though it wasn't her fucking. Yeah, fault. it was not her fault at all. Um, so she's having a fucking complete meltdown. Chief peels her off of me, and. Then, is that where she? They start throwing up. Everyone starts throwing up. Yeah. So right after that, uh, I walk inside to get another drink, and I see another officer who is fucking hammered. And when I mean hammered, like eyes were start glazed over, like she was fuck could barely stand up, and she's like, "I don't feel good." And I get migraine, so I had some ibuprofen in my pocket, and so I was like, "Hey, you need to take this." And she was like, "Okay," and I was like, "Like right fucking now." So she was like, boom, pounds it, pounds it with some water. And she, this whole time, she's still ordering drinks. And she's like slurring her words. She can't fucking stand up. And I'm like, only give her water. The, only give her water. And she's like, I'll be back. I got to go to the bathroom. So we don't think anything of it. We just think she you know, has to go pee or something. So 10 minutes goes by, 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, man, she's probably taking a mean shit. And so I'm like, hey, you need to go check on her. And so we get another female officer to go check on her. And then she's in there like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So now we're concerned because they're both have just fucking peered. So I barge into the fucking women's bathroom. And I hear this one male officer go, hey, that's the women's room. And I go, I know which fucking room I'm in. <laughs> so I go in there and this girl is laid out fucking hugging the toilet seat. Puke everywhere. Been there. You ever been so drunk you throw up into the toilet and then flush it and then use the new water to wash your hands and your face? <laughs> that's drunk. Yeah, that's, that's drunk. I, I think she was there. She was at this point and I was like, hey, you fucking okay? Like, you need some assistance? And she's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, you sure? Because you've been in here like a half hour already. She's like, yeah, I'm good. So, okay. So I come out of the bathroom. Then this other officer that was bawling, now she's puking on the floor in the restaurant full of people it was pretty good yeah it was it was bananas i didn't get to see that part because i was teetering on blacking out <laughs> so somebody accused me of throwing a beer bottle into the street yeah which that's, obviously that's, didn't happen yeah allegedly allegedly <laughs> um then you said i was shaking the umbrella yeah so we start we get all these girls and we get them out of here and some people take them back to the uh, ship. How did we get them? How did we get them out? We had to get 
uh, permission from the security guard to open up a special service elevator <laughs> to we... take them down because they couldn't fucking walk. <laughs> they couldn't be carried either. Yeah. And so we're out on the patio. Yeah, and I walk up and I see one of the chiefs go, hey, uh, is he okay? Who, and me? I go, and I go, yeah, you. And, uh, and I go, what do you mean? And well, you're skipping like, ahead. Okay. Because we still, we still have to sing. And then, uh, so... I wasn't there. I was dealing with oh, that. Oh, you weren't the, there? Yeah, not for the singing. So, our CEO and EXO showed up. And then, they were there for a little bit. And then, so, remember, this is a patio outside on the main drag. Yeah. We're only one story up. They get, like, maybe just outside the front door in the main drag. And the whole crew collectively, I don't know who started it. It probably wasn't me. Started singing, <laughs> hey, hey, goodbye. And there's no way they didn't fucking hear it. No, I heard they looked back. Yeah, there was no way. And then, so that's when I know I was starting to black out because one of the non-rates told me that, he's like, yeah, you were pretty drunk. And I was like, how do you know? He goes, you weren't saying anything for like 10 minutes. Then you turned, looked at me, poured beer into your hand, and then used it to slick your hair back, and then looked away. I was like, yeah, I was probably gone. Yeah, so I probably came back out to the patio right after that. And so when I walk out, one of the chiefs goes, hey, check on your boy. Now, this chief, the night before, was so drunk, he was texting another chief going... Saying my flip-flops are heavy. My flip-flops are heavy. And he goes, send me a picture of where you're at, and I will come get you. And the picture that he sent was a brick wall with a sidewalk and a tree. No stop sign, no street sign, no businesses. We're in a foreign fucking place. Yeah. He goes, I'm here. And then that motherfucker had the nerve to tap me out. Yeah. So, I go... I look at him... And he's sitting up in his chair, but you start to get pretty rowdy. Like, and when I mean rowdy, you, so the, the way the patio was set up, it had tables and it had little umbrellas that go through the tables, right? So you grab this fucking umbrella like you were King Kong and you were just shaking it. I was <laughs> checking its structural integrity for the safety of the crew. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> and you were just, whoa, shaking it. And I was like, so I walked up to you and I, I know your rule. You tell if somebody tells you you're tapped out, you shut the fuck down. And then you go back to the boat. So Which I, walk- I did. You did. I walked up to you and I said, hey, you're tapped out. And you instantly got fucking mad. So, I'm still mad. <laughs> I don't care. There's a fucking way to tap someone out and there's a way not to tap somebody out. Not sorry. Look, if, if they're a dickhead, tap them out and go, get your fucking ass back to the ship. Your night's over. We're supposed to be friends. You should have We're first. To be you should have gotten me food. There was food at the party. It's not my fucking fault. Your fat ass didn't choose to eat it. That's bullshit. Why am I responsible for you eating all you day? You chose to stay sober. <laughs> that makes you responsible for me. That's the fucking way it goes. I wasn't sober. You were just drunker than I. You're supposed to get me food and get me water. If that doesn't work, then take my ass back to the ship. Like in Key West, when an ensign challenged me to a drinking competition and was asleep at the bar by two, I gave her water and food. And threatened Did her we with tell taking... them that story yet? No, no. We're oh. saving that for the Key West one. Okay, okay. But, and I, she, you know, perked back up and was fine later that night. So, that's what a shipmate does. You're a piece of shit. Mm. Did I did I not get you back to the boat? That's not the point. W- were you not, you know, fully My... intact? No injuries? I wasn't ready for that night to be over. What? You were fucking ready? You could have at least tried. <laughs> so, we escort him back to the boat. And this motherfucker... Why do you use the word escort? <laughs> because it took two of us. So, we get you back, and the OD saw you coming. 
They they just saw three males. And how walking. did he know it was me? Uh, your trademark Hawaii shirt unbuttoned, flapping in the wind like it was a fucking Superman cape. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, your your beer belly hanging out, your hamburger Dude, meat looking real Miami. It's not a beer belly. It's a it's a battery for my sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the old goes. Oh, that's this dude. I can tell by the way he is. Pretty neat. <laughs> so, uh, you get to the brow and you go, hold up. This is going to take me a minute. I got to figure out how I'm going to get up here. And I'm like... It was just... a steep brow. Oh, it was pretty steep. And you were like, uh, this is going to take some effort. So you backed up like 15 feet. And then you got a running start <laughs> to go up the brow. You got about halfway up, you grabbed the handrails and fell forward, and I thought you were going to fall flat on your fucking stomach. And you stopped yourself when you were about you were about three feet from fucking eating shit. There's a video of it. Yeah, and then you just go, and stood back up, looked around, and then just strolled onto the boat. Yeah, apparently when I got to the mess deck, I laid down on one of the the chairs, and uh, the OD came in and told me to get the fuck up. I think that was you, wasn't it? You were the OD. Oh, I heard I heard the captain came down and saw you. Yeah, captain and MPA were on the mess deck. And M- captain just looked at me and just shook his head. MPA leans in and goes, and he whispers, you should button your shirt up. And I leaned in and I go, you should mind your own fucking business. <laughs> what did he do? I don't remember because he's the one that told me the story. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, I feel real bad. He goes, I know you didn't mean it like that. I was like, thank you. And then... This is all recounted from non-rates. I remember the top of the stairs. So, I get escorted by the OD. Well, that's right. You fall. Well, don't ruin the story, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I get to the top of the ladder, and there's two non-rates there. One that's, eh, mediocre. And one I just don't like. I don't like the cut of his jib. I don't like the way his face looks. The cut of his jib. You know. And I'm obviously having trouble. And he goes, hey, do you need some help? And I go... Fuck, what did I say? Mm. I, I said, like, go fuck yourself, something. I think yeah. I said his name. I was like, fuck you, and then I said his name. And then I immediately fell down the entire fucking stairs. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking way, and I landed on my ass. And the OD told me the next day, he's like, uh, yeah, you fell all the way down, and then yelled down, are you okay? And I go, huh? <laughs> like, anything hurt? My butt hurts. My butt hurts. <laughs> and... Which made sense, because the next day, like, I woke up, and I like, felt my lower back, and I was like, fuck, do I get sunburned? Did I miss a spot at sunscreen? And then... Hey everybody, this is XL. Just want to let you know, uh, A-Gang's finished working on the windlass here, but, uh, obviously it's a little bit late, and, uh, we've had a pretty, uh, jam-packed day here, and, uh, so in an effort to, uh, mitigate crew fatigue, uh, we're gonna remain at anchor overnight, and, uh, we'll weigh anchor tomorrow morning before heading inbound to... So wait, you're telling me the Tango Cruise didn't go like it was supposed to go? Oh, get, don't you know officers know everything? What do we what do we call the plan of the day now? The oh, the, the recommendation. The of recommendation the day. of the day. Possibilities, yeah. possibilities, possibilities of, the day. of the day. There we go. Possibilities of the day. So anyway, I thought it was sunburn. Then the OD was polite enough to remind me that I yep. swore to non-rate, then fell down the stairs <laughs> and hurt my coccyx. <laughs> coccyx. So it it was a rough morning. You know, some people had a rougher evening than I did. Some people took all their clothes off and went swimming in the ocean. <coughs> some people told a, a senior officer to go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's true. 
He's it's it's the same person. He's right here. Yeah, he's right. I'm pointing, there. but you can't see. Yeah, he's right fucking there. Um, <coughs> so yeah, that just that was just that was the night first night we got to go out, and then the next day, um, our uh, our, our uh, one of our cooks showed back up. Oh um, yeah, he, he was so, he flew in. He flew into Grand Cayman. Yeah, and you know we're like, hey, what's going on? Welcome back. And he's like, what the fuck did you guys do? So well, that actually. Brings us back around to finishing the wedding down story. Yeah. So just because I left doesn't mean the wedding down stopped. Yeah, the party was not fucking over. So if you remember what we said earlier, they charged us half price for drinks. Yeah, mistake on their part. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what time it was, but from hearing the accounts from other people, they came out and said, we're going to give you $1,500 if you leave right fucking now. Yeah. So the problem was the whole crew knew the tab was $1,500. Nobody told the crew that it was half off. Which made it $3,000 budget, which means we could have paced ourselves. Yeah, so all we knew was... So we had Cinderella Liberty. Well, we did and we didn't. Yeah. So the command didn't make it aware. Yeah, the wedding down, it's... Well, the tab runs out, it runs out. Yeah. So you drink as fast as possible possibly can for as long as you can. And what we did is we fucking got ourselves into a mess because we didn't realize it was half price and our tab had doubled. Yeah. So they came out and fucking... They told us to get the fuck out. Yeah, they said, you guys got to get the fuck out now. Here is the rest of your money that you have on the tab. You All you motherfuckers have to leave. So, in an hour and a half, this is... The, the wedding now was only an hour and a half. It was still light out when they kicked us out. Yeah, the entire ship got removed and asked to leave a fucking restaurant. That should be a team coordination training seminar right yeah. there. Yeah, if that's not the dopest fucking shit ever. I was so proud that the whole crew came together to get kicked out of a bar collectively. Yeah, I've never been more proud of us. Yeah, we, we just, we came together, we, you know, we beat the diversity at hand, and we rose to the occasion, and we got kicked out of a bar together. Yeah, it fucking was fucking glorious. great. So anyway, that brings us back to the cook showing up, and, you know, he's like, what the fuck did you guys do? We're like, I, what are you talking about? We just, normal shit. He's like, I got off the plane at the airport, and the dude looked at me and goes, you with the Coast Guard? He goes, uh, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, I heard about you, motherfucker. Heard about you guys. You guys like to fucking party. Yeah. So we're in a tourist destination that is known for partying, and in one day, ruined our reputation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can say we ruined it. I think we... We didn't ruin it, but like, yeah. those guys fucking throw down. Yeah. So that was just added, that was a cherry on the top. Um, so that was really, really cool. So then we, uh, what did we fucking do the next day? Oh, we went and got mimosas. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so we met some of these guys at, a, at one of the places across from the, um, across the street from the boat. And one of the junior enlisted members who <laughs> said he could play keep up with me, which is a fun game that I like to play, where whenever I order a drink or open a beer, you have to do the same. Yeah. And you just have to keep drinking until they're all gone. And so he had already shut his mouth off. And it's, what was that like? It was like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I had quite a few mimosas, but, you know, there, there was a group of us inside eating and drinking This mimosas. kid had three. Yeah. And he puked all over his feet. Everywhere. And then, when he was leaving the, wherever we were eating at, he fucking fell into a fountain. That's, that cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> so, you, you challenge one of the best drinkers on the ship to a competition, shoot your mouth off, and then, in the middle of the day... Drink three mimosas and then throw up everywhere. Yeah, not just everywhere, like on your feet. Like you couldn't even get it, you know, an inch past your feet. Yeah. 
And you could tell he hadn't had anything else because there was just like food, a little bit of food that he had, and then like clear liquid from the mimosas. <laughs> you know? And then the motherfucker falls in the fountain. The manager just brings a bucket over <laughs> and a mop and just goes, here. And just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we went and did a little, did a little shopping. Um, then we, you guys met someone, you met a volleyball player or some shit? Yeah, there was this, uh, this girl at one of the bars we went to after the wedding down. And uh, she was talking to somebody, and she mentioned that uh, locals hang out at this other bar called Calico Jacks. There was a volleyball tournament there. You had a shit ton of teams playing. It's right on the beach, and uh, it's local beer prices. And we, that's when we kind of realized, hey. We got to hang out with the locals. Yeah, we need to hang out with the locals if we want to drink beer at normal fucking prices. So we hit up this bar, and it was dope as fuck. Yeah, so we get dropped off at Calico Jacks. Which is like uh, it's op- open air bar, yeah. bar in the center on the beach, fucking dope. Yeah, if any of you have ever been to Grand Cayman, it's down towards Seven Mile Beach. Yeah, it's it's a long ways. It was a long drive because we had to fucking wait for a cab, and I think the cab fit eight people, and we had we crammed like ten people, fifteen into there. fucking yeah. people in there, and um, so we're there. We get you know buckets of beer, and one of the best moments was when one of our shipmates. Dared another shipmate. Oh yeah, so I, uh, so we're we're all hanging out in a group, and I see this like super buff guy walk up to the bar, and he's chatting up all these girls, and I lean over to this guy, and this guy I'm telling this to is like super frail, real skinny individual, toothpick kind of guy. So I go, hey, I bet you won't take the ice out of your cup and stick it down the back of his fucking pants, and he just looks at me in the eye and goes, bet, and fucking does it. <laughs> So we're fuck. We lose our shit. This guy immediately turns around, <coughs> pulls the ice cube out of his ass crack, and dumps it back in his drink. Goes, tell me how that fucking tastes. Speechless, <laughs> absolute speechless. It was good. Like I, I was so happy he didn't get fucking mad because I was like, all right, I got your back now. Like we're in it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was fucking men. Then you hear a rumor about McDonald's. Yeah. And your fat ass couldn't get enough of it. Like, it was the Holy Grail or, like, National yeah. Treasure. Yeah, well, I'm, like, a fucking fast food connoisseur. Just being fat doesn't make you a connoisseur. Mm. Ask me what... Ask me an item on... What are the... Tell me the three main items on Wendy's breakfast menu. When, oh, I haven't had Wendy's breakfast oh, yet. Oh, so you're not a connoisseur. You're a fucking poser. I That's, fucking knew it. No. Ask me their regular menu. What's the number... No. What's the number... What's the number two on the McDonald's menu? Number two on the McDonald's menu. Sorry, right, so number one's a Big Mac. Obviously. A uh, number two is a quarter pounder with cheese. What's three? Uh, a number three is a fucking. What's a six? Oh, the six is. Gonna... The number six is the ten piece chicken nugget meal. You fat bitch. I told you, fast food connoisseur, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, so you hear about McDonald's, which is supposed to be way better. Yeah, so one of the local people said McDonald's and McDonald's are different. And she said, McDonald's is, like, far superior to McDonald's. And that I had to hit it up. And so, we were going to leave this bar. And one of my fucking, supposedly fucking friends goes, Hey, we're leaving and going to McDonald's. And I'm like, the only way I'm leaving this bar right fucking now is if I get McDonald's. And he's like, I got you. So now, do you know, so if you remember how far I walk, it's not far. This was, like, six fucking miles. It was, a, it was a good hike. It was six miles because one of our friends had his fucking pedometer on his phone. It was six <laughs> fucking miles. That's what it's called, motherfucker. I know big words. <laughs> big brain shit. Big brain shit. 
It was it that was like the fucking journey to throw the ring into the fucking volcano in fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it took forever. My feet hurt. We had to. There was a fight. You threatened one of the fucking thirds. Yeah, he shouldn't have fucking pushed you. Yeah, it it was just a long fucking walk. Yeah, and. Turns out they were fucking closed. Yeah, McDonald's is closed, and I still haven't forgiven this motherfucker. Yeah, we're. I'm people upset. don't forget. Yeah, people don't forget, bitch. I'm staring at him right fucking yeah. now. That's why you're still the Blue Falcon. Yeah. Um. So we end up at Wendy's. Yeah. And I get. I forget what the fuck I got. I probably got a baconator. No, you didn't. You got two cheeseburgers, a, a medium fry, and a medium coke. Fast food connoisseur, motherfucker. So you're some sort of fast food savant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're sitting there, drunk, eating, and... you well, We're eating, and n- none of us are speaking because we're fucking hungry. And you just lean up in the middle of the table and stuff a wad of french fries in your mouth and go, Potatoes do so much! <laughs> they do. <laughs> you can... You can make bread, you can make fucking pasta, you can make vodka, they do so much. You can French them, you can do all kinds of shit. You can French them. Oh, and then, I think we ended up... I think that was it. We we ended up back at the ship. Yeah, we come back to the ship and that was it. Oh no, I wanted to get a fucking cab. I even volunteered to pay for it. Oh yeah, and we just walked. And this motherfucker was like, you get a cab, I'm fucking walking by myself, and I can't do that. So, he made me walk yet again. God, what a piece of shit. (laughs) But I think that's it for Grand Cayman. Yeah. Did we miss anything? No, I think think we covered it. Okay. I think that's it. All right, Mr. Miami, hit him with your final thought. All right. So we're going to get a little, you know, I'm going to go biblical on you guys. Biblical. Biblical. So this is one of my favorite passages that one of my friends sent me recently. Helps me get through some hard times every once in a while. Um... He who hath an Xbox and no gun shall sell it and get one. Do not yeet upon others unless yeeted upon first. Mess with thine flock and catch thy Glock. Boogalations, 1776. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, come to our attention that a service member has fell on some hard times. Yeah, so um, a service member that we have an acquaintance with, um, their uh, house burned to the ground. Like, yeah, like nothing To the left. foundation. Yeah, gone. Um, there was a fire that got out of control. Um, they were able to get uh, some of their dogs out, but they lost some chickens and some uh, some cats. And they're pretty much all they have is their vehicle and the clothes on their back. Uh, so there's a um, a GoFundMe that was started and uh, in their name. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna set the goal at like a thousand bucks. Just anything you can provide. If you're in their area, um, uh, you can donate clothes, food. You know, you could put. Uh, anything that really you think might help, um, this this family totally deserves it. Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm poor too, but I don't fucking deserve it. Yeah, and and, that, and being affiliated, you know, with the military, regardless of what branch you are, you know, we like to take care of our own, and I'm sure some of you guys and gals do too. So any little bit helps. Yeah. So all the information we posted in um, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so go there, check out the information. Tell your friends, and let's try to get this uh, military family back on their feet. Yeah, I'll be sure to make a post, and uh, all the details for the GoFundMe page will be on the Discord on Sailor podcast at Instagram.com. 
oh, we got to tell them. Uh, we're about to leave soon, guys. So oh, yeah. uh, we might not get a podcast out for a while. So, so if we hit somewhere with Wi-Fi. Yeah, we, we may be able to hook you up, guys up with one. But it might be a month or two. Yeah. So this might be the last one for a while. Hopefully it's not. But uh, you'll definitely get one in a month or two. But when we pull back, pull back in. But uh, they're not going to be like weekly like they've been. So yeah. All right. I guess uh, stay tuned for next episode. Word.